Voodoo is blue. Sugar is sweet. Revenge is sweeter. I'm passing seconds. Meet Sugar Hill. No, please. Not a place. But a brand new face. My friends call me Sugar. The foxiest. Looking for anything special? Sexiest. Deadliest chicken town. The mob took Sugar's man away. And now she's gonna make them pay. I want them dead. The mob has never seen anything like Sugar Hill and her zombie hitmen. Rated PG. talking about John Wick 2. Um, the Fallen Kingdom. The Fallen Kingdom, yes. <laughs> and the power went out. So then I put batteries in the Zoom, and now we're recording again. There a little, another little peek behind the curtain. Oh, and there it goes to powering out. And it's back on. This is lovely. Oh, there it goes again. You know what I'm going to do is I'm just going to turn this light on on, on my phone. It seems and to be out in the block. All right. Well, well, we'll check it out. We're not we're not at the mercy of some We nonsense. can record in the dark. We can. All right. It's at least two blocks. All right, so... Um, I don't hear any screaming or shots. No. The light's just going to be flickering off and on, so... Okay. Yeah. Moody. We'll, we'll just let it do that. So, yeah, the John Wick movie, it, i got to be honest with you, it didn't have me curious enough to uh, want to watch the thing from whatever the beginning actually was. Uh. That may have only been five minutes. I may have watched the whole movie. Uh, and then um, Cam on Netflix. Oh, yeah. So you talked about this one before. Uh, yeah, I didn't see it. I think you saw it, didn't you? I didn't see it. Somebody brought it Somebody up. Somebody brought it up, but I didn't... Uh, Must have been one of our guests. That could have been. But uh, it was about a Cam girl, and um, all of a sudden her her identity has taken over. You know, Somebody identical is doing her mm. show. And she's freaking out, and of course, tech support can't get her back in to um, kick this person out. But this person is her, from from what it looks like. So there's a lot of uh, you know crazy, uh, like where did the schism occur? If there was a schism, or is she just you know losing it? So that one was really interesting. And mm-hmm. uh, from what I could tell, and I don't know a lot about that world. From what I could tell, it was uh, very. Very uh, tame version of what cam girls actually do. So wow, yeah, I mean, they talked a lot about stuff, but they didn't really do a lot of stuff. Anyway, so that um, let's see uh, a Joan Jet documentary that I discovered last night and or night before. 
and I watched about the first hour or so, and it was really cool. Um, it went from the history of the Runaways through uh, they just got to the point where Joan Jett had her first successful album, and then um, you know, the little spoiler alert: the uh, the record labels are a bunch of dicks. Really? Uh, yeah. Can you believe that? And, uh, and so, of course, they're messing with her, and they don't want to promote her album. And you know, she's definitely the kind of person who would do what she wants to do creatively as much as she can. But uh, a lot of really good celebrity interviews, and uh, you know, people who who were very supportive of her early on, or who recognized her early on. You know, members of Blondie and people like that. Mm. Uh, some of the producers from back then, Iggy Pop, all these people who were like, "Hell yeah, this this is a, this is, you know, we recognize this was somebody to watch." So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then we watched a whole bunch of drunk history. <laughs> now, if you ever wondered what it would be like if a drunk person were narrating um, the Nichelle Nichols story and the part where she meets Martin Luther King Jr., uh, if that's if if Martin Luther King Jr. is played by Urkel. Uh, you know, there's there's a bit of a passing resemblance there. Really, around the eyes, around you know, the eyes, yeah, mostly around the eyes. But but he did a good job. Uh, <laughs> and of course, they they mentioned the uh, the bit that William Shatner did, where he's like, "No, you're going to use that take because I'm going to ruin every take after it." <laughs> so, uh, talking of, of course about the first interracial kiss on television, and uh, they had the one the one take that where it happened and then of course they started thinking about maybe we shouldn't do this and Shatner was like you're gonna use it because all these other he crossed his eyes (laughs) so he was cross-eyed in literally every take that they did of what was supposed to be the alternate scene Uh so that was kind of neat he was like let's ensure that this makes it to the screen and then uh, I think uh, I don't know if I lost my notes here in the dark that was it drunk history so we all watched Sugar Hill, um, which was a woman, not a place. I always assumed it was a place. <laughs> not literally a hill made of sugar, but, uh, but uh, you know, a hill maybe, I don't know, sugar cane grows on it, or uh, who knows why they would call it that. No, that's, it's a woman. It's where the sugar traders set up trade. Yeah. So, uh, so this was a 1974 black exploitation zombie movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if someone were to ask you, what is your favorite black exploitation zombie movie? What would you say? Sugar Hill. Definitely yeah. this one. Yeah. Because in the myriad, uh, you're about to tell me there's a lot more of these, right? There's been a couple more since. Okay. This was the first one. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, I suppose the only one, because, you know, black exploitation was just this period. Right. It didn't last forever. It's sort of uh But there's there's definitely been, you know, black horror movies since which have brought in zombies. So Jolian, how do you define black exploitation? If someone who weren't familiar with it were to ask you? Uh well it it comes from like uh uh various movies are grouped together under a exploitation, so sexploitation or Yeah. You know, any any given subject exploitation. Mm-hmm. And uh, so in in the uh, early 70s, you had um, markets opened up in the cities and uh, there's enough money being generated to make Hollywood sit up and start 
cranking these things out and uh, and fast moving companies like AIP could jump right in there and do a whole bunch of them. Um, the late Larry Cohen did one called Black Caesar, which is one of the better ones. Yeah. Uh, and you had, uh, uh, I, I read, the first book I read about them was uh, the introduction was by Fred Williamson, and oh. he said he prefers to think of them as black action movies, right? Because um, he feels, uh, you know, uh, with all the black stars getting their chances, um, they're they, not they necessarily being exploited, right? They're not being they're exploited in control for the first time, and yeah. Um, but uh, then, all, not all action movies. So I, I don't think you can apply that across the board. No. Um, not, not that many were horror movies, actually. And you had the Blackula films. This one, Blackenstein, mm-hmm. Doctor Black and Mister Hyde, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the Black Mummy. <laughs> there should have been a Black Mummy. Yeah, because that that would have been actually a black creature. And all well, the, the actual mummies I've seen have been black. Yeah, <laughs> literally. For, for, you know, Black creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> you know, they talked about that in in um, horror noir, about how uh, that could arguably be uh, a stand-in. The creature was a stand-in for the, the black man that people feared, that white people feared. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did talk about that. Now I don't know if that's a bit of a stretch, but um, yeah, I think they talked about it because uh, the other is the. You yeah, could, you could be talking about anything non-white. Sure. Anything non-dominant culture. That's true. The other. So you could just as well be have a black person substitute for a gill man. So nineteen seventy-four. Could you say that's when America was great? <laughs> yeah, great president and everything. Yeah, is this what we want? The economy we, was booming. Do we want to jump back to that? Yeah. No wars going on overseas. <laughs> That's right. It was great. Yeah, totally. I think this works. Um, so uh, I don't know much about uh, this Paul Mas- Maslansky. Okay, he uh, he was. This is his only film as director. Okay, he's mostly known for his production so he'd produced uh, Castle of the Living Dead okay. and She Beast in the 60s and in 72 he produced uh, Deathline which was released here as uh, Raw Meat the okay. one about the London underground cannibals he also produced Race with the Devil and uh, his biggest hits were uh, the Police Academy series oh wow. that's why the name looked familiar I thought oh it's just a name I've seen before huh um so, so this this movie was a budget of three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which I didn't run through the calculator. You know, the, the there's a the website. Inflation calculator, right? That's got to be a lot of money for nineteen seventy four. I mean, for real, it's got to be the equivalent of several million by today's standards, right? But um, sure, why not? His <laughs> AIP is wouldn't it, it'd be okay for a movie uh, like this, but. I don't know. Not huge. Okay, we. I mean, we can look this up, but three hundred. Okay, let's say it's triple that, quadruple that. I think it's more than that. I mean, it's over a million dollar budget by today's standards, Mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, all in all, you know, they they had some cool stuff going on. It Mm -hmm. was 
the sets were there, the costumes were there. Uh, you had uh, either silver ping pong balls or spoons for zombie <laughs> spoon eyes. Spoons. Yeah, I think they were spoons. <laughs> in in a distance, they looked really good. Yeah, I really like the look of them. Yeah. Um, so so we had Blackula before this, mm-hmm. and then we had like Abby after this, I think. That was 74. So this was filmed in 73. Okay. Summer of 73. And then it came out at the start of 74. Right. So Abby, for any listeners who aren't familiar, is the Black Exorcist movie. Right. So. Do you like that one? Have you seen that one? I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I would totally watch it, but I've not seen it. Um, What else we got? Um, Yeah, anyway, Scream, Blackula, Scream was 73. So the two Blackula movies were back to back. So yeah, this was this was a sweet spot for this kind of stuff, really, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what else you got on uh, the, uh, the the production of this thing? Uh, so it was filmed in Houston. Yep. It was supposed to be Louisiana or something, wasn't it? Yeah, that that all that that was that grass that hangs from the trees. Oh, Spanish, Spanish moss. Spanish moss. Yeah. 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 They, I don't know yeah. if they have that in Houston or not. Right, but they they dressed it up. Yeah. Yeah. They made it look right. Right. Um. I actually thought it was made in Florida. That was my guess too. But uh no, it was Houston. Yeah. Um so it was uh uh what was it? The Houston Public Library was used for the Voodoo Institute. Right. Yes. Now, now did you fact check the voodoo stuff with your wife, Will? Uh yes. She said it was silly. <laughs> she would know. But uh not insulting okay even though it wasn't real so it was misinformed more than anything misinformed and i said well it was because they were using the voodoo as the as the vehicle for for the revenge whereas they weren't speaking out against voodoo and she agreed she's like yeah they don't if they had been like oh voodoo's evil but it was just convenient for her to use but it was all movie voodoo right yeah it was pretty Pretty standard movie voodoo stuff, it seemed. Yeah. Yeah, you had voodoo dolls, you had uh, zombies, you had... Zombies. Yeah, you had, you had paying the uh, the voodoo god to show up. Yeah, I yeah. Baron Zamadi was pretty good. He was good. Yeah, yeah, I liked him. Do you think his teeth were really that messed up, or do you think they messed him up <laughs> for the movie? I, I was wondering that the whole time. Of all the things I wonder about. I, I like how they're all so happy to be doing what they're doing. Oh, yes. Like yeah. they found out, they find out that she wants to off this bunch of rotten gangsters, and they're, and they're, they're down. really into it. Yeah. So yeah. he hangs out with her, and he's like, "I love it when they're like hanging out at a bar." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's "I'm got, not even charging extra for yeah, this." You got the zombies with their machetes down one end of the bar, and there's him and uh, Sugar just just hanging out, having, yeah. having a drink, drinking a zombie. Yeah. Drinking a zombie. Yes. Yep. Torturing a white guy. Um, one of the first notes I made was outfits to wear in the woods. <laughs> She's got that fantastic jumpsuit. Oh, that purple jumpsuit with yeah. the rhinestones. So we're going to head to the woods to meet this uh, voodoo god guy. So, uh, you know, make sure and wear something that's going to be appropriate for it. And, uh, you know, the fight coordinators, maybe they could have spent a few thousand more on that. Yeah, that, where she's fighting, um, what's her name? Celeste. The, the, yeah, the mole. Celeste, yeah. 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 That was pretty bad. Or any other fight in the movie. None of them were really good. That was, was particularly bad. Yeah, though. that was. That was pretty weak. Um, 
what else did we have? Uh, well, you know, the, it didn't really take you out of the movie, though. That's the good thing about it was you just kind of accepted oh, yeah, yeah, as yeah, early yeah. 70s lower budget. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, and she's no Pam Greer, but... Right. I mean, she, she's uh, great looking. Yeah, yeah. She, she does a good job. She yeah. did a good job in this. I, I like how her hair goes from, like, straight to afro when she's doing the... Yeah. When she's putting the hex on the bad guys. Yeah. That was a nice touch. When she was doing one of the photo shoots, you could hear the sound of the uh, auto winder. You know, that. And when they pull back and you see her holding her camera, there's no auto winder locked over the bottom of the camera. Right, right. And so I went to IMDb and I looked at the goofs, and that was literally the only goof they'd listed. Oh. Which I thought was pretty funny. Because I'm sure there were other goofs, but that wasn't all they had. That was it. One goof. Keeping it from being a perfect movie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so did you like it? Yeah, I did. I liked that uh, uh, all the people killed were the bad guys. Right. Yeah. Rather than innocent people being killed like most horror movies. Yeah, you got the one guy killed at the beginning, but after that, yeah. you, you know, yeah. he, you know, he was... Arguably an innocent. Was his name? Yeah. Langston. Langston. Yeah. Nice. yeah. I like how the, the gang, they're all dressed in these really loud suits. And then to disguise themselves when they kill him, they put on his stockings. <laughs> yeah, I meant to write that down too. It's like they literally were just wearing these ridiculous suits five minutes ago. Right. It's like, we're in disguise. You're not. Um, what else did we have? Well, uh, to be fair, it was the 70s and everybody was wearing something ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, the the mom who conjured up the uh, the voodoo daddy was uh, it was the mom from uh, the Jeffersons. Okay. Really? Yeah, yeah. That was a TV show. Yeah, yeah. So she was. Um, was that a lot of Jetsons? But yeah, contemporary. But with F's. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, let's see what else. I was we... about Thomas Jefferson. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's right. And his slave, Sally. And their wacky adventures. And their wacky adventures. So this was just one minute outside of uh, the Barnes Limit. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was 91 minutes. There was an edit of this that was 83 minutes. Oh, so The TV I, one. Yeah. So I, I, I imagine they just cut out anything resembling gore, and that was it. Yeah, the zombies of Sugar Hill, the TV version. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, there's not much gore in there. There's like a decapitation. No. Yeah. Yeah, standard everyday decapitation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's one of the. Fr- this is one of the movies like I'd like to see a remake. Oh, yeah, everything's there. Yeah, if it was kind of a bit TV movie, which I don't mind, but well, especially with the first killing, it kind of uh, it builds up to it. Anything else is going to read rock and roll, and and then it just that's where the scene ends. You know, they just close yeah. in on them, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see a remake where they uh, kind of um, gave the the you know the killings a bit more oomph, more impact. Yeah. To carry you over the uh, the slower bits. Yeah. So um, the uh, the section in uh, IMDb or uh, Wikipedia rather, where they talk about how the stuff emerges in popular culture. Apparently, rapper MF Doom sampled several audio clips from this right. um, un- under his alias King Ghidorah on the album Take Me to Your Leader in 2003. Okay. Which I didn't know about. I've uh, seen MF Doom. 
and he's just crazy live. It's amazing. Yeah. And he always wears that mask. Like no one knows for sure who he is. Yeah. Well, maybe they do now, but at least then when I saw him at uh, Monolith up at Red Rocks, right. the Monolith Festival, <laughs> it was pretty badass. Um, doesn't he doesn't do pictures? He doesn't take his mask off, and uh, I don't think he does interviews. But uh, but but he does do um, uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force appearances. Oh, does he? Yeah, so he's been on that cartoon a bunch. Yeah, he uses lots of nerdy samples and yeah, and the lyrics is like there's so much like comic book and horror movie stuff and his yeah oh yeah yeah like the the Zarface stuff is really good. Yeah, MF Doom. For real. That's uh, any listeners who aren't familiar, go check it out. Yeah, the, the new Zarface album came out pretty recently. He was oh, involved okay. in that's really good. I wasn't familiar with that one. It's cool. Is this the movie that that introduces us to the hungry pigs eating a person trope? Does I'm any, not sure. Does any hungry pig eating person Oh, there's a little dog. There's a hungry um, pig now. <laughs> she is a little piglet sometimes. I like that gangster who gets fed to the pigs. Like you don't find out his name is O'Brien until just before he dies because everyone's calling him various rude names. Right. Like they call him Peckerwood or uh, Pigeonhead or Honk. Yeah. <laughs> you don't actually hear his name until just just before he gets thrown to the pigs. And then uh, we discover that Sugar has the same tailor as Evil Knievel. <laughs> <laughs> that jumpsuit is amazing. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, we uh, this may be the first movie where gunshots uh, result in dust shooting out of the body because they're shooting oh, for the zombies. Yeah, yeah, they no, shoot. I'm sure that's been done before. That you'd hope so, but I can't think with, of one. With zombies. Yeah, where someone's shooting them and then just dust pops out of the maybe yeah. bullet holes. Uh, as done in the Mummy movies. Oh, was it? Yeah, okay. definitely in the Hammer Mummy series. Okay, then then we got nothing new there. If they count in zombies. Well. I'm, I guess what I mean well, mommy's is... Mommy's like a zombie. Yeah, sure. Well, up to this point, there hadn't been many American zombie movies. Right. Um, you know, you'd had the ones in the 30s and one in the... You know, a few in the 40s. A Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. And then you had all the, the European zombie movies after that. Yeah. But in America, I think it was pretty rare. Yeah, they didn't do a whole lot um, of zombie movies. Had, we I, had to go to Italy I, for zombie movies. Yeah, it's Spain and and then when Dawn of the Dead came out, of course. Yeah, it was huge. But at this point, American ones were pretty rare. Yeah, you pretty much had Carnival of Souls and Night of Living Dead, and you can't even really count Carnival of Souls. Mm-hmm. They're more ghouls. And I eat your skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the bad guy and his girlfriend, the the uh, the, the the mobster guy. Right. How many costume changes do you reckon there were? I'm going to say about 30, 35. Morgan. See, every time the camera cut away and cut back to him, they had a different outfit on. It was kind of amazing. You didn't recognize him? No. He's Robert Quarry. Okay. What's he from? Uh, Count Yorga Vampire. Oh, I still haven't seen Count Yorga. Return of Count Yorga. Dr. Fibes Rises Again. I saw uh, those, but a long time ago. Uh, Madhouse. Huh. Never seen Madhouse. Deathmaster. Yeah, he did all these these movies where he was playing like various <laughs> <laughs> uh, sort of um, the little dogs on high alert. <laughs> Sorry, uh, these villains and and uh, and then he was out of work for a while, and then I think in the eighties he had he was 
He was hit by a car and then once he got out of a hospital, he was mugged. Oh my god! Yeah, and then wow. he, and then he and then he met. Oh, I'm trying to remember this. Was it Fred Owen Ray? Picked him up and then made a whole bunch of movies with him. So he kept working. Oh, okay. Until his death. But. So you know what would have probably improved this movie if the chicken foot were CG. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's excellent. I love Isn't that the bit. Chicken foot, great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I think it had more to do than what they gave it, but you know, <laughs> lack of motivation. Well, see, here's the thing: uh, you have things like that where the movie just pulls up a little bit short. Mm-hmm. This really screams for a remake, if for no other reason. Chicken leg. Yeah, you know the, the, the reanimated chicken. Well, a whole foot. backstory on the chicken. But... <laughs> Rob Zombie's Rob Zombie's Sugar Hill. Ooh, yes. You got to really know where that chicken foot's coming from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like how there's a variety to the kills because they just, they could have just gone with the zombies killing everyone off, but it's different each time, you know, there's snakes and chicken legs and yeah. dolls and do a whole bunch. Yeah. Do, well, during the snake coffin scene, um, the voodoo daddy, what's his name again? Baron Zombie. Baron Zombie? Zombie. Zombie. French for Saturday. Uh, okay. Um, he starts laughing during the snake coffin scene, mm-hmm. and I wrote this note. Is wait, is this the Seven Up guy? Now you may not remember these commercials because no. maybe they didn't show them in the UK, but they had this big black guy with a bald head and a white suit, and he would sit in one of those wicker chairs with a big back, uh-huh. and he'd be like, "Of course you do." <laughs> yes, yeah. that scene reminds me of uh, Live and Let Die. Where you have Baron Simondy and, and this poor guy gets thrown in a... Well, he gets thrown in a coffin full of snakes. Huh. Hmm. When was Live and Let Die? 73. Okay. So maybe... Well, they were being filmed at the same time. Mm. Maybe the writers were out drinking together. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, but... Live and Let Die came out in 73. And this one was oh. filmed in 73 and came out at Star 74. Oh, well, then I think the lineage is clear. Mm. Um. Let's see what else. Um, uh, the guy playing Baron Samadhi is Dom Pedro Colli. Yeah. Uh, and he was in uh, Beneath the Planet of the Apes as one of the mutants. Oh, okay. And of course, you wouldn't recognize him. Yeah. And he was also in THX Mom 38. Really? And he was in Herbie Rides Again. And he's in Black Caesar. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty cool. And the guy playing Lieutenant Valentine, or Lieutenant Valentine, I should say. Uh, he was Ryan in Poltergeist. Yeah, I read that too. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he's the black guy. Yeah, <laughs> the one black guy in all of Poltergeist. And he's in um, uh, Scream, Blacklist Scream. Oh, cool. Let's see what else do we have. Um, the massage parlor. <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon this is a regular massage place or is this a rub and tug? Uh, I think it's probably the latter. Yeah, yeah. He, he's hoping. Yeah, yeah. He's, Which, you know, I think... Yeah, even then, people probably knew what what was up with that when they saw it in the movie. Uh, oh yeah. Um, did you guys notice that when they did the voodoo doll thing with uh, with the lieutenant that uh, it was the wrong leg? Yeah, she stabs the left leg, and then he, his right leg goes out from under him. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that gets injured. Yeah, you know, at least it wasn't an auto winder sound with no <laughs> auto winder on the camera. I have no idea. One of our mics is maybe teetering. 
This is what happens when the power goes out. Yeah, we're, we're recording in darkness, and yeah, something is thumping on the table. Are you there? <laughs> EVPs. Play this back yeah, later. I, yeah. I literally have no idea what's what's rocking on this table. I'm just moving everything an inch or two to the right or left. Yeah, Are you? Is that you? I think we got it. What, what? The leaf is in the table. It's gone now. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it's going to the beyond. Um, were you guys watching this whole movie worried that there was going to be an appearance by quicksand? No. Like Gilligan level quicksand? <laughs> I was so glad. Which I think was basically muddy water with vermiculite mixed in. Yeah. Uh, I've heard people say this before, but as a small child, I worried more about quicksand than I knew mm. uh, I shouldn't worry. Yeah. Yeah, because every show used quicksand. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I remember watching the Tarzan movies when I was a kid. And yeah. Uh-oh. Deathly Quick afraid sand. of quicksand. You knew if you took a wrong turn on your way to school, there could be a big, sand. big pit of quicksand. Right, right. And that's it. And that would just suck you down. Yep. And you'd yep. be gone, just your hand to be shame. Yeah. Yep. And if there wasn't someone there with a stick or a vine, you're right. screwed, man. You die <laughs> yeah. in quicksand. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else about this one movie? good thing about climate change has gotten rid of all the quicksand that's <laughs> true I like uh, the uh, the zombies uh, 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 slaves who died of fever on the way over from Guinea yeah and uh, they've got their manacles and chains on so like the first like, the victims know that they're being stalked they hear these chains clanking yeah uh, oh, that was a good idea and uh, they do emphasize that they're still chained so I thought it was interesting that you have a, a black woman controlling them, but they're still slaves. Right. Yeah. Even after death, she doesn't. She has no one has any intention of freeing them for doing their job. No. Right. Yeah. They're basically they're they're bound to servitude no matter what forever. Yeah. So it seems, and maybe that in itself is meant to be a statement. If not, then at least it's a it's cool looking and you know frightening. Yeah, they're, they're really good looking. I like the resurrection scene. Yeah, and they have those veils of cobwebs on right. them. Right. Look- my favorite one's the one, the couple that sit up and they turn to each other and smile. It's like, it's like finally we get to do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this movie's got a lot going on that that it could it could be a great remake, or someone could screw it up. Yeah. That's the big danger, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't have much else on this other than. Uh, uh, the question that I always ask, is there anything else before I ask you guys the, the usual question? Mm-mm. Do you recommend this to horror fans? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's And a, blaxploitation fans. You know, that's the thing. If you're a blaxploitation fan, but you don't necessarily go for horror all the time. Oh, yeah, this is one of the best ones. Yeah. This could this this and Blackula and Scream, Blackula, Scream. These are, yeah. these are good movies to watch. And I, I like Dr. Black and Mr. Hyde as well. Yeah. Which is set in um, Los Angeles. I I, I uh, said it might have been set in Harlem last time we mentioned it. Oh, okay, mm. that's, that's wrong. It's definitely set in Watts. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things. Uh, yeah, the, that one strangely was set in Houston, but filmed in Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then what about non-horror fans? Do you think this could be something they could watch around Halloween or? 
and just sort of enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, it's fairly tame. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to freak anybody out, but maybe little kids, right? Yeah. Yeah, if I was a little kid, those zombies would scare me because they're blank eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Spoon eyes. Good. Little kids need to be scared. (laughs) Yeah, we need to take them down a notch. So full of themselves. It's It's good for kids to be scared. It's fun. Mm -hmm. I think it is. You know? What are you... I love being scared as a kid. It was a lot of fun, I thought. Yeah, so if you had some sort of boogeyman to run from, or some reason to hide behind the couch cushion, you know, these movies were that kind of thing. Yeah. And when you watch them as a grown-up, they're not nearly as scary. No. In fact, you feel like, man, I must have been a stupid kid to be afraid of Dr. Fibes. (laughs) 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 Well, um... We're going to go watch the Jordan Peele feature, Us, tomorrow. Yes. Now. Tomorrow uh, means nothing to our listeners. No. And in the, just in the context of this show, that means that they know a week later from this episode, they might hear us talk about that show or that movie. Um, I have uh, high expectations for it because... Um, you know, get out was so good. Get out was so good, and he's got such great comedic timing, which is, translates well to horror. And I is ha- that why Rob Zombie's so funny? <laughs> Rob Zombie's so funny. Rob Zombie's funny girl, Ooh. S- starring his wife. Oh no, no! You don't want to remake a funny girl no. starring Sherry Moon Zombie? No. Okay. Well, we'll tell him to pump the brakes on the remakes. Um, White trash funny girl. <laughs> is, isn't is like Devil's Reject three coming out soon? Oh yeah, isn't three from hell. Yeah, I guess it's hell. I guess it's in post production. Mm-hmm. As far as I He's know, finished it. Yeah, yeah. We need that gem out there in the world. We're gonna keep going back to the Rob Zombie well time and time again. I don't care. Like he's always welcome on our show. We tease him, but but he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> He is the most he does what he likes. Yes, he is the most Rob Zombie anyone could ever be. He is so himself, <laughs> and I dig that about him. Um, but yeah, we're gonna watch us, and uh, all of the re- reactions I've heard were very positive. People are digging this movie, so I'm looking forward to it. Mm. Uh, anything else before we get out of here, guys? No, I think that's it. Well, the power's still out, but we had batteries, so that's a so, win. Yeah, woo. All right. Well, listeners, thank you for listening. Stay off the moors.